0: Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. We're going to be talking about all things business growth, brain rewiring, and climbing from a holistic point of view. You can learn more about me and follow me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You'll also find freebies for building your business, brain rewiring, and training for climbing. I am so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Did you like my new intro? I am really digging it. I am super excited to be pivoting even further into just doing more business coaching, brain rewiring, climbing training. And for me, it honestly feels so freeing to have so many different directions that I can go in. And it feels really good for me to be able to pivot and lean more into business at one point in time, and then also be able to lean into brain rewiring, climbing training because for me, climbing training is a huge background, huge passion of mine, and I love talking about it, but it's definitely not the only thing that I wanna talk about. So hopefully you loved the new intro, and that kind of gives you a pretty big insight into what we're gonna be talking about today. I definitely wanna talk about how I sent my first V10, which is super exciting, and kind of at this point, I definitely didn't think it was going to happen. I had kind of surrendered to the fact that like, okay, this might not be a thing, and that's okay, even though it's something that I had really wanted to do for the last seven years. We're also going to be doing some other life updates. I'm going to let you know how it is living in Leavenworth, Washington and the direction that I'm going to be taking my business, which is super exciting. So before we dive in, I want to let you know all about the training plan sale that I am holding on Friday. So if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, which is going to be May 6th. Wow. Can't believe it's May already. Like literally time is flying by. So May 6th, 2021, I'm actually going to be having a training plan sale starting tomorrow on all of my downloadable programs. So we're going to be doing a sale for 30% off because guess what? I turned 30 on Monday and it's kind of one of those things. Is like oh my god I'm 30 like when did that happen um when did I actually grow up um I still need an adult oh wait I am the adult so this sale is going to be running from Friday until Monday and a large portion of the proceeds are going to be used to help for COVID relief support over in India so I'm really excited to be able to give back in that way and for me that just lines up like it just feels so good to be able to do things like that with my business and be able to donate to causes and things that are really important and be able to give back in that way. So again, all of my downloadable programs will be 30% off starting tomorrow on May 7th. So if you don't know by now, I actually have four downloadable programs available on my website. The first one is Send Strong. This is by far my most popular program. It's a four-week bodyweight workout program for climbing. It is hard as shit, but it is super good. It gets you in kick-ass shape. It is a bunch of hit workouts and I really lead you through everything in the first couple of weeks to build your base so that you can actually feel really strong. It applies to climbing really well. I was really shocked actually because The workouts are so hard and they actually kind of take you into that state where, this is exactly what I love about climbing, where it's kind of that flow state where you're just executing. You're not really thinking about it, but you're doing it and you're trying super hard. So for me, I found that to be really transferable back to rock climbing and you don't need any equipment for this program. It's super fun. I've gotten so much good feedback on this, so I wouldn't be surprised if I came out with a Send Strong volume two in the future. So that's the first one. The second one is going to be strong through the season. This is my five week isometric training plan. I absolutely adore this program. Every time I train, I use isometrics and it is just such a fast, effective, and efficient way to get your training in. This is a really great program if you are in season with rock climbing. So I know a lot of us really like to get outside as much as possible when it's nice weather. I'm absolutely in that crowd as well. I am trying to climb as many days a week as I can living here in Leavenworth. And for me, being able to do isometrics really gets me so much stronger without making me super sore the next day. And I know they're effective because I actually walk you through in the program how to track your numbers so that you can measure your own strength as well. And you can literally see the numbers, your pull strength going up each and every single week. It is really cool. I absolutely love this style of training. The next program is my six-week hangboard program. This one is my bread and butter. I love this program so much. You can use this program if you are a beginner, new to hangboarding, if you've been hangboarding for quite a while. I'm going to walk through how to really set up a plan that works for you as the individual because what's really important with training is progressive overload. You need to make sure that you're constantly challenging your body in order to actually elicit the change response that you're looking for. If you're doing the same thing week after week, your body is like, okay, cool. We've done this. We've been here. I'm not, I don't need to adapt or change anymore. So this program really walks you through how to make things progressively more difficult for whatever level you're at. I really love this program. All you need is a hangboard and some weights. It's super, super easy to follow. And my fourth program, which is my newest one is empower. It's my core training program. So this is over 90 different core workouts, which holy shit, if you want a sore core, yeah, this is your program. I remember filming for this earlier in 2021, and I think I was sore for, no joke, like two weeks straight from filming all of these workouts. There are a bunch of self-paced follow-along workouts in there. I write workouts for you. I have video workouts that you can follow along with me and do the workouts at the same time. I know for me, I really love that style. I'm always looking on YouTube for different workouts, and I decided to just make a training program out of it. And for me, I absolutely love training core up to six days a week, so it's really nice just to have all of these workouts in the same spot and it is super convenient so all four of these programs, they'll be on sale for 30% off. So just for a couple of days, though, and this is definitely by far the biggest sale that I've ever had on these programs. Um, but I wanted to, you know, do, do my 30s, go into it with a bang. So I'm really excited to be having this sale. If you have any questions about these programs, if it's going to be the right fit for you, you can always send me a message on Instagram. I'm at ladybeta.coaching, or you can send me an email. I'm Chelsea at ladybetacoaching.com. More than happy to answer those questions for you. I always want to make sure that people are really getting to where they need to go and making sure that you are in the right the program that's right for you because ultimately that's what's going to get you the best results so really looking forward to this sale and let's go ahead and get on into how i climbed my first v10 so holy shit kind of like i said i literally surrendered to the fact that i kind of didn't think it was going to happen um I'd done quite a few v8s um a couple of years ago and i was like okay this is this could happen I'm, I'm really psyched on this i think that you know it's not too far away i know i'm gonna have to try really hard i'm probably gonna have to find the absolute right boulder for me and just you know life things happened and I ended up not climbing as much as I wanted to and then it was literally I kid you not it was like all of a sudden I was bam at like 29 and I was like oh no this means I only have one year left to climb v10 and I realized that it you know it is a little bit silly to kind of put timelines on things sometimes because ultimately you know we're not really in control of what happens or what doesn't happen but about seven years ago when I set this goal it was when I was route setting full-time and for me It really was like this culmination of wow, I've been climbing for quite a while now. And I really just feel like okay, that that to me looks like success in my climbing. It looks like I've quote made it and it looks like okay, that's the thing that I'll be really happy with. And it just kind of seemed impossible at the time, like possible, but like definitely impossible. So for me, that's kind of the backstory on like why I wanted to climb B10 and why this goal was so important to me in the first place, is because a lot of it was really like tied up in, you know, my worth. And I was like, okay, if I, if I climb harder, maybe I'll finally be like a valuable member of the route setting team. And maybe I'll finally feel confident in my climbing and whatnot. And while, you know, that wasn't actually why I ended up wanting to do it, you know, now more (laughs) towards actually being towards the end of the goal, but that's definitely how it started. And the way that it evolved and the process that I was actually able to surrender in was kind of crazy. Like I I really did. I was like, yeah, if it doesn't happen. that's totally fine Um, you know I'm not gonna be too mad at myself because ultimately like it's just a number and it doesn't really matter but for me it was honestly like every single time that I trained, I thought about V10. Like, I didn't know which one. I actually hadn't picked the 10 until just like a couple weeks before I did it. I literally thought, like, I asked myself the question, like, do you want to climb V10 or not? You know, when you're doing things like lock-offs or you're doing things that are just like heinously hard, you're hangboarding and your fingers are like opening, you're like, no, do you want to climb V10 or not? Um, I swear that thought came into my mind every single training session that I've had over the last seven years. And... It's just kind of crazy to actually like have it come to fruition now and something that I've really worked super hard for and for me being able to finally like be able to climb this route and in the process I you know there were a lot of ups and downs like I said I climbed a couple you know V8s a couple of years ago and then just this year living in Salt Lake City prior to moving back to uh, Washington and moving to Leavenworth I did get outside quite a bit I had a pretty gnarly finger injury a pinky injury actually if you've been listening to the podcast for a while um, you'll have heard me ha- talked about that a couple of months ago I actually um, ended up rupturing my volar plate in my pinky. I heard a large pop and pinky was definitely out of commission for f- quite a few weeks. And that was back right in fall 2020, kind of like prime climbing season. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's definitely never happening now. Like, you know what? That's totally fine. Like my priority right now is to just rehab this injury and just try to be as healthy as I can. And I actually ended up rehabbing it quite a bit quicker than I thought and was really able to get outside a t- I stopped spending as much time in the gym. I was doing my focused training sessions, but other than that, I was like, nope, we're going outside. I went to Mo's Valley a ton. I went to Las Vegas quite a bit before I moved back to Leavenworth, and I truly think that that helped so much in being able to climb a V10. Is just getting all of that outdoor mileage and really spending a lot of time like learning how to rock climb outside because if you've climbed inside and outside, like holy shit, it's so different. It's 3D versus like things are in the wall when you're outside. You know, so it's like. Just really getting used to that and giving yourself time and space to actually like figure things out because in the gym, you know, it's so easy to just move on. You do a couple of goes on things and you're like, eh, too hard, whatever, gonna move to something easier that makes me feel better. And generally outside, you don't have that choice as much where, you know, things are a little bit more spread out and, you know, it's like, well, too bad. Like, this is the boulder, it's in the middle of nowhere, and you walked here. So you might as well try it until it's time to leave or until you decide that you want to move on to something. Something else. So for me, I think that that was such a helpful part of the process. Was like honestly being able to spend a ton of time outside. And granted, you know, Moe's Valley and um, Las Vegas, those it's sandstone. But for me like being able to climb primarily on granite, like there was definitely a transition period when I moved to Leavenworth and that was about a month, maybe six-ish weeks for me to start feeling pretty confident on the rock here again. So I had definitely spent a ton of time in Leavenworth prior to moving here. And this is kind of like where I felt the most comfortable climbing. This is what feels like home. I was kind of, I've always compared everything back to here. Grades, styles, how good a climb was. So this is definitely like my home stomping ground somewhere that I feel really comfortable. So I knew if I was going to climb V10 anywhere, it was going to be here. And I kid you not, um, you know, it was a huge priority of mine moving here to just kind of like do a Hail Mary and say like, well, maybe, maybe V10 can't happen, but maybe V9 can, or maybe I can climb, you know, V8 again, or just try to see if I can try to see what I can do, essentially. But, you know, moving to Leavenworth and being approximately five minutes away from world-class boulders has certainly helped a lot in the process. I'm not saying everybody that wants to climb, you know, their goal grade needs to move exactly close to the climbing area, but... I'm not going to lie, it definitely helps a lot, you know, getting that outdoor exposure and mileage again and really being able to put the time in because what it came down to is I needed about five or six sessions to really be able to put this thing down. And I had tried it, I think maybe once or twice, just like random sessions. I tried this 10, um, could just kind of like playing around, messing around and just trying to like, be like, oh, that's what a V10 feels like. Yeah, ha, ha right. Um, so I had spent a couple of sessions on it, you know, separated by a couple of years prior or two, but it wasn't until I really put in those dedicated five or six sessions back to back to where I felt like, okay, this is definitely possible. So for me, moving to Leavenworth was a huge, you know, kind of way to make this happen. And again, not saying like everybody needs to move right next to the boulders that they wanna do, but again, like it it doesn't hurt. Um, And it definitely doesn't hurt getting out there as much as possible because this would have probably taken me, you know, two months, three months, maybe two entire seasons if I was doing something like weekend trips. And sometimes it's really difficult too, to actually project a boulder back to back, especially if it's something that's at your limit. um, I was really surprised, actually, the day that I sent the ten because it was actually my second day on it. Um, it was my second day on of climbing. It was I had climbed that on that boulder the day before, and I'd actually trained the day before as well. Usually, I like to separate out my climbing and training sessions by about four to six hours, and um, it was just kind of like randomly in the in the middle of the day. I was watching, you know, my friends climb, and I was like, uh, I think I kind of just like want to go try the project. You know, I just want to see what happens. I definitely hadn't planned on doing it that day. I was like, okay. Maybe I'll take a rest day or whatever. And it was just kind of crazy that that's the day that it actually went down. And a huge lesson that I learned in this um, is actually that like things don't need to feel perfect in order for you to climb at your limit. And I did post the video of me climbing on this boulder over on my Instagram, so if you are interested in watching that, you are definitely going to see me trying my absolute hardest. Like, I don't think I've ever tried so hard on anything. There were a lot of things that went, quote, wrong on this boulder and on this burn specifically. Um, It definitely, like, the way that I ended up doing it and climbing it was not the way that I thought I would. It was definitely not the beta that I thought I was going to use. And I, in my mind, I was like, well, fucked that up a couple of times. Um, I ended up cutting my feet multiple times. And it just like, I didn't think it was going to go. But I seriously was trying so hard that I don't think it mattered. Um, and I think sometimes when we get into project mode, it can be easy to get kind of obsessive about temperature, get obsessive about how you're feeling, about your food, about literally like all of your decisions. I know for me, um, in the past, when I've gotten into, like, hardcore project mode for sport climbing routes, I get all, like, obsessy about, like, oh my god, like, the dinner that I'm eating, is this going to be beneficial to my sport climbing project? I need to get eight hours of sleep, and, like, really just kind of setting myself up for failure in that way, because then, if something little goes wrong, you're like, wow, my tolerance to essentially deal with this is so low, instead of just embracing, like, life happens, you know what I mean? So, for me, I really learned that, like, shit does not need to be perfect in order for you to climb at your limit. And that was just like such a good lesson for me because honestly, like being able to surprise yourself like that is really really cool and you know watching back that footage of that boulder I was like wow like if I can climb it like that like I am like screaming my way up this boulder it's like definitely not as refined as I wanted it to be I was like cool like I think I can climb harder things still like it really just showed me what I was potentially capable of and it was just really fun to be able to see that another thing that really helped um, on this journey to v10 obviously is training um, I've Literally been training for like seven years um not all the time you know every day every single week every month of the year but there's a Big portion of every single year that I dedicate to training and kind of like I mentioned before, every single time that I train, I thought about climbing V10. Um, it was like one of those things, like I know a lot of people have vision boards. Um for me, I'm not necessarily a vision board type of gal, but I definitely like <laughs> I definitely talk to myself when I train. Um, and I definitely have a lot of thoughts going through my head. And it was like, you know what, if you're gonna do V10, like <laughs> you've gotta put the time in, you've gotta put the work and the effort in. And for me, hiring my coach Galina Parfanov was hugely Hugely, hugely instrumental in this process. Um, Galena is somebody that I have looked up to, and I hope to have her on the podcast soon. She's somebody that I've looked up to for so many years. She's actually one of the first women that I've I, that I ever saw training, um, and I was like, oh my god, my mind is blown right now. Like the things that she was doing, I was like, whoa. Like honestly, I think she actually got me excited about training in the first place, and this like kind of like led me down the entire path that I went down. Um, really led me to start training myself, and. Then I was like just so excited to eventually start working with her. I started working with her in January of this year, so 2021, and have been working with her since and have such a had such a good experience. And the the amount of training that I'm doing right now feels really good, feels really manageable. And um, like I mentioned before, I actually trained the night before that I sent the project. So, you know, I was typically like I was really expecting to feel depleted, but I I wasn't at all. The training for me, like That's how I know it's effective, is if, like, it's not by how sore you are, it's by what you can actually do the next day. It's something to where you want that fine line between, like, yeah, okay, I did something, but I'm still able to do more. Like, I think so many of us think that we have to, like, totally, like, fucking run ourselves into the ground, and then that's, like, a good mark of a training session, but not necessarily. Like, sometimes you do just have to back it up a little bit. And especially if you are somebody that is, you know, trying to climb hard outside at the same time, you're in project mode, you know, it's in season, like dialing your training back a little bit can actually be super, super beneficial another thing that really helped, you know, aside from training was actually finding a boulder that fit me really well. <laughs> so there are a lot of boulders that do not fit me. And, uh, for me trying to bash my head against it, uh, would have just been a, I think a really frustrating process because in my mind, when I am doing things like pushing grades, I want to break into a new level of a grade for the first time. It's important for me to find something that feels doable. And it's important for me to find something that feels approachable. Um, for example, I'm not probably going going to find a V10 that is a dyno problem um, that's probably going to feel relatively difficult for me at five foot three. You know, I'm I'm rather decent at jumping and dynamic movement, but for me, it just doesn't necessarily make sense for to to really do that. And I knew that my strengths, especially at this time, toe hooks, lock offs, crimps, um, steep climbing. So I knew that if I've just found something that fit all of those weird little strengths that I had, that I would actually have a pretty good chance at it. And something that was definitely in the back of my mind the entire time was like, well, you haven't climbed a V9 yet. So what are you doing on V10? But you know what? Like, it's just a grade. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you really truly want to build out your route pyramid, you are more than welcome to. But I'm also here to give you permission that you do not need to. You do not need to climb V6 before you do a 7. You don't need to climb V8 before you do a 9. Like, there is no right way to do it. You find the boulders that inspire you because those are the ones you're going to try fucking hard on. Those are the ones that you're really going to give it your all. And for me, you know, this boulder caught my eye. There was never a time in the process where I resented getting on the boulder. Um and for me that is super important because sometimes when you go into project mode, you're like just no. Like I hate this rock climb and I'm literally just doing it so I never have to do it again. And for me that didn't happen during this and I'm really glad that it didn't because it had such enjoyable movement the entire time and I was able to keep my psych really high, which for me historically and prior to brain rewiring was definitely not something that I was able to do. It was a lot of like frustration and just being like, fuck this, I'm going to throw my shoes and like, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's also another, you know, big thing that was super helpful for me in this process was brain rewiring and... I'm actually like a little surprised that you know during when I was doing the brain rewiring process one of my big goals that I went into was actually to send a V10 in the first place and it wasn't until a couple of months after the brain rewiring process that I actually did it. So it was really really cool to actually see that come together and see all of the brain rewiring that I did like actually allow me to do this boulder. Like I was in such a better mental state. I was actually excited. I was in, I was in a surrender state which I think is really important sometimes like when you are so attached to the outcome and you have like so much emotion wrapped up in it it can be super difficult if things aren't going your way so for me brain rewiring was really really key in this entire process so you know there's a lot of different aspects i think that really allowed me to climb this 10 that i did but i think the most important lesson is that like if you've got big dreams and big goals like i set this goal seven years ago and I'm, will also mention I barely squeaked it out um, before I turned 30. It was about a week before, which is kind of crazy. Um, I really wanted to do it by the time that I was 30. But the thing that I learned the most is that if you have big, scary goals, fucking go get them. Like, go get them. You probably need to actually dream b- bigger than you think you do. And this is what I tell all of my clients is that like, when you really put your mind to something and you're really serious about it, like you're gonna make it happen. So you might as well dream even bigger. And for me, it's like again just like mind-blowing that i was actually able to make it happen but when i sit down and look at it i'm like well yeah no wonder like all of these factors really you know came together to allow this to happen at this specific time and you know i'm not i'm not as surprised after i look at the list that i made and being able to take a step back and look at all of these different factors like absolutely like if you've got a goal like go out and make it happen um there's no reason, there's no excuse to why you can't do that too. Um, you know, if I can have a seven-year goal that actually gets accomplished, like, <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid to dream big. Um, it took me seven years to to do this. You know, it took me quite a few years. It probably took me actually uh, six of those years to actually get on a V10 because I was too afraid and too intimidated. So maybe if I would have gotten on one earlier, I would have done it earlier. Um, but maybe not, you know, like it, it just kind of, it kind of just, doesn't matter at this point so I'm really glad that it ended up happening and I definitely want to let you know like if I'm able to do this so can you like nothing is too big nothing is too ridiculous and it's just really nice to have achieved something that I've been wanting to do for so long I'm really interested and curious to see how this kind of changes my relationship with climbing um kind of before I knew it one of my goals was to sport climb 513 and I actually put down a couple of 513s and I was like oh okay, well, cool. Like I feel, you know, really good about what I did and not that I don't have sport climbing goals. I definitely do, but I just like feel really fulfilled in that. So I'm wondering to see if my relationship with bouldering will be pretty similar or if I'm just going to go straight back into like wanting to chase the next grade and do the next big thing. But I think honestly, I'm going to have a pretty long period of time to where I'm just like really content with where I'm at and it's just like fun to enjoy the process and it's just like a really good place to be in. So hopefully that was helpful. Um, It was just a really cool experience for me. And that point in time where it kind of clicked to like, oh, oh shit, it's possible. Like this could actually go down. Um, That was terrifying it was really cool but it was also really scary because it was like oh my god like almost realizing your potential and realizing that like holy shit this thing that you've wanted for so long it can actually happen and being able to just like be in that state and just understand like even if it doesn't happen on the timeline that you wanted it to that it, it will happen at some point point. and that for me was really helpful to keep reminding myself of like yeah even if it doesn't happen before I'm 30 like it will happen I know now that it's absolutely possible and that was a really exciting thing to have in my mind so again hope that was helpful and i'm just really excited thank you for listening to my story about it because i feel like there are a lot of valuable lessons to share in there and from somebody that was like i used to be so incredibly hard on myself i definitely still am hard on myself i'm not as hard thank god um for brain rewiring and being able to give me all of those tools But as somebody that was like used to be really, really hard on myself and it's just such a different relationship that I have with climbing now. And it's just honestly, it's so much more fun and it's so much more rewarding, relaxing. Like it is what I always wanted it to be. And being able to finally accomplish and achieve one of the goals that I've had for so long feels like, wow, all of the work that I've put in, like, yep, It was absolutely worth it. And you know, every time that I felt really frustrated at climbing every single time that I wanted to just quit because I wasn't seeing progress, like it really does make it all seem very, very worth it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about some other updates. So I wanted to talk a little bit about living in Leavenworth because I get a lot of questions about this. Um, I get a lot of questions about, do I like it? What it's like? I absolutely love it. It's awesome. Um, I would highly recommend if you have the chance um, or if you have any other town that you really love and are thinking about moving to and you actually have the capability to do so if you work remote or if you're able to just find a new job in that town or city. Like I have never regretted moving. Um, Never, not once. I've moved so many times in my life and it's always just such a good experience to be able to meet new people. And it's honestly like, (laughs) it's really confidence building to be able to do things like move across the country, move by yourself. Like it's, I think it's really empowering. It's It's always a fun time. I always learn a lot about myself. It's definitely been a very unique challenge to navigate running a business and also climbing as much as I can, because, you know, obviously it's like, wow, the boulders are right there. I could spend all day, every day outside, but then it's like, well, I actually also have this goal of running a business and impacting as many people as I can and really creating communities and creating resources and program services that really help people and transform their lives. So being able to kind of take a step back on that and set very specific parameters for myself on, okay, these are the days that I climb. These are the days that I maybe don't climb and I get a lot of business stuff done and just kind of allowing myself to be a little bit more flexible with that so that in case, you know, friends that come and want to climb, I can meet up with them. And also making sure that I am able to uphold my boundaries on when I do actually need to have stuff done and I can't just really go out and hang out outside even though I would probably prefer to instead of just like staying inside and working so it's been a really unique challenge but honestly I am really happy with what I've been able to come up with so far in terms of days that I work times that I go climb and everything in between so it's absolutely been a great experience so far if you haven't been to Leavenworth It's a pretty small little town, so... They just have a couple of grocery stores, and yeah, it's it's pretty little compared to Salt Lake where I was living, and then also Spokane that I've lived in. But honestly, like I don't I don't miss anything from the bigger cities, and you know if I really did need something, I could always go to Seattle or Spokane. You know they're relatively close. Um, there's also Wenatchee, so I don't feel like too cut off or isolated from anything. And let's be real honest here. Um, besides going to the crag, like I don't leave the house very much, so I'm kind of a homebody. So honestly, it's, it's okay with me. I do a lot of my grocery shopping online. So that makes it like pretty chill, pretty easy. And it's, it's honestly been, it's been really great so far. So would highly recommend if you're feeling drawn or pulled to any areas, like why not just, just go, go see if you can make it happen because it's probably going to be, you know, if nothing else, a learning experience for you. So other updates that I have for you, I am just pivoting a little bit kind of further into the things that we've been primarily talking about on the podcast anyway, but brain rewiring, business growth, and being able to still talk about training for climbing, but it's not going to be the main focus. I mean, if you've been listening for the last couple of months, you probably know that already, but I freaking love talking about growing a business like I honestly love it so much building a business that works for you for your life I love brain rewiring it is one of the things that has changed my life the most so I cannot wait to share about that even more but I also do want the flexibility to talk about climbing and training and bring on guests and have them share their experiences with you because for me it's it's really fun to be able to include that element still and to be able to speak to my roots but it's definitely not going to be the um the main the big show if you get what I mean. So I'm excited to kind of see how that plays out. And I'm really appreciative of you being here. It means so much to me that you are listening to the podcast and hopefully loving all of the topics that we're talking about and really being able to get a lot out of this. I am so excited that I was able to share my V10 story and hopefully you learned some lessons from it and hopefully you got inspired (laughs) to dream big for yourself. If nothing else, that's my hope for everybody is like, just dream a little bit bigger for yourself because you're probably selling yourself a little bit short at this point but if you have not yet left a rating and a review for the podcast i would so 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 appreciate it like it helps me so much to have those ratings and reviews it helps other people to find the show and if you're loving this episode make sure to tag me on instagram post it to your stories i absolutely adore getting those messages it makes my day it absolutely does and i'm able to repost those and it just gives me such a good idea of what you're enjoying in terms of content and the show and it helps me really determine the direction and you know from all of the feedback that I've gotten I've realized that I did need to move further into business growth into brain rewiring because those are the things that I am incredibly passionate about those are the things that I really feel called and pulled to talk more about and I feel called to really share this message on a larger platform. So I'm really excited for the direction that we're going. And I so appreciate you being here again. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. This was such a fun one for me to do, just kind of like a little life update one. And I will be speaking to you next episode.